Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hello, ako po si Dr. DJ Bandoy, genomic data scientist at PhD candidate sa University of California, Davis at host ng Teka Teka segment ng COVID Corner, ang inyong explainer sa latest developments sa COVID-19. In this episode, pag-uusapan natin kung bakit kolelat ang Pilipinas sa Bloomberg COVID Resilience Ranking. Almost one and a half year mula na magsimula ang pandemya at ngayong mayroon ng available na bakuna ay marami na mga bansa ang unti-unting bumabalik sa normal. Naglabas ang Bloomberg, isang kumpanya na nagdi-deliver ng business at market news at data sa kanilang mga client ng COVID Resilient List na nagra-rank ng 53 countries based on the best and worst places to be. As the world starts to go back to normal, ang pinakamahalagang metric na kung saan nag-focus ang Bloomberg ay ang normalization. Nasa top 5 ang US, New Zealand, Switzerland, Israel at France. Ang Pilipinas ay second to the last country on the list, ranked 52 out of 53 countries. So ano ang naging basis ng ranking na ito? May tatlong general criteria ang Bloomberg para sa resilience score. Ito ay ang reopening progress, COVID status, at quality of life. Simulan natin sa reopening progress. Ang number one factor dito ay vaccination. Gaano karami na ang nabakunahan? Nangunguna rito ang mga bansang US at Israel. 50% of the population have been covered by vaccines in the US and around 59% na covered in Israel. Ayon sa Bloomberg, sa Pilipinas, 3% pa lang ang nabakunahan and if we check the math, that's close to the government's number of 2.8 million kung ira-round off, mabagal pa rin po talaga ang vaccination rate natin. Iba pang factors na tinitingnan sa reopening progress ay ang lockdown severity, flight capacity, at vaccinated travel route. So basically, how easy it is to travel in and out of the country. Maraming mga bansa ang nag-lockdown to restrict movement para hindi na kumalat ang virus. But now countries like the UK, France, and Switzerland are easing lockdown restrictions. Marami na tourist destination na covered by vaccines ang US at Spain pero pagdating sa flight capacity, ang China pa lang ang halos nagbalik sa normal. Let's go to COVID status. The COVID status measures the number of cases, fatality rate, deaths per million, and positivity rate. In short, hindi enough na magbukas ang ekonomiya, dapat na control na rin ang pagkalat ng virus, and in this particular sense, it measures different parameters. Isa sa mga comments sa COVID resilience ranking dahil kung tutusin, mataas ang level ng mortality sa US. 
1,824 deaths per million versus a single-digit value sa Asia, 6 deaths per million sa Singapore, 1 death per million sa Vietnam. Mas mababa rin ang mortality rate ng Pilipinas na nasa 221 deaths per million kumpara sa ibang mga bansa, lalo na sa US. Pero bumabawi naman ang ibang bansa sa positivity test rate o yung rate ng mga tao nagtetest ng positive for COVID. Zero ang positivity test rate ng New Zealand, Australia, at Singapore. Ang positivity ng test sa US ay 2.4% versus 12.6% sa Pilipinas. So mataas pa rin ang bilang ng mga nagpa-positive sa Pilipinas. Finally, pumunta tayo sa third and final category, ang quality of life. Quality of life is measured by the following. Community Mobility, 2021 GDP Growth Forecast, Universal Healthcare Coverage, and Human Development Index. So, ano na? Ang score ng Pilipinas sa quality of life ay 45. Kung ito ay isang exam sa koleyo, ay 5 po tayo. Tinalo natin ang worst performing country na Argentina na may score na 37. So, suriin natin. Mababa ang community mobility dahil limitado ang transport. Ang ating GDP growth forecast ay 5.5%, which is not as bad as other countries in Asia, pero ang nakapull down ng ating score ay ang Universal Healthcare Coverage at Human Development Index. Hindi may kakailangang kakulangan sa investment sa healthcare at ito ay nagmamanifest sa kakulangan sa hospital capacity dahil sa NCR na ilang beses nang napalagay sa ECQ dahil mahirap maghanap ng bakanting hospital. So batay sa tatlong general components, quality of life and reopening progress talaga ang nagpababa ng score ng Pilipinas. But also take note, at nakasulat din ito sa study, na ang rankings na ito ay isang snapshot of time. Meaning pwede magbago. Marami rin tayong mga bansa na binabantayan ngayon para makita kung gaano ka-efektibo ang kanilang reopening sa kabila ng pagkalat ng mga bagong variants. Tandaan po natin na mga metrics na ito ay bahagi lamang ng scorecard para makita kung saan po tayo pwedeng mag-improve. And that's it for today's COVID Corner. Muli ako po si Dr. DJ Bandoy Puma Podcast. This episode was produced by Kat Mentura and edited by Carl Saya. Follow Teka Teka on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. Ingat! Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.